of Vladimir Werewolves. Uh, yeah, it's hot. <laughs> it's gonna, it, it's hot. It's gonna be hot. Everything's hot. Hot, hot, hot. I'm nursing a rager of a fucking headache mm-hmm. after the day I had today. So because yeah. of the heat. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. All right. Um, well, we actually have kind of more game stuff to talk about uh, this episode, other than movies. And it's not for a lack of of, of trying. Uh, events have conspired against me to some degree to get into the theater to see Mission Impossible. Part of which was just my being lazy. We had decided today earlier in the week i was trying to figure out how to go and there's been this whole drama with my kid and his air conditioning in his apartment and i'm not getting into it but um i thought well maybe i would go on friday but then i had like i had shit i had to do cleaning and whatnot i didn't want to do it over the weekend and then linda was like well it's supposed to rain on sunday so why don't we go on sunday and i was like all right cool um but then it didn't rain today and I just was feeling really lazy. Like I didn't want, like it's such a long movie. I didn't want the entire afternoon to get sucked up by it. So I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, and then, I get that. Like I, I had, you know, kind of tossed around the idea of going to see Oppenheimer. But, you know, again, I want to see it in IMAX and it's extremely long. So I am right now tentatively planning to go see that on Friday. Um, but you know, and that so it's like some of the other the kind of the bigger movies, um, I just haven't, you know, had a chance to to see. So, um, and from a from a horror perspective, I know there's stuff coming out this week, but um, you know, we'll kind of get into a new one. But there hasn't been a lot of new stuff um, that's been hitting. Um, I've, I've, I'm finally starting to hear like a little buzz and I feel like that's been missing from this year so yeah. far. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've been hearing about things that are like people are touting is like some of the best stuff of the year and even one that was kind of a surprise. And, yeah. and so I'm like, I'm looking forward to seeing some of this stuff, but again, yeah. like it's not number one, it's probably not going to hit theaters near me. Yeah. And for me, number two, it's, it's such a pain in the ass to try to go to a fucking theater because yeah. I have to, you know, I have to go out of town and all yep. this shit. And I'm just like, and I, you know, I work most days, honestly, like I have two jobs and shit. Right. So it's like for, for me to have, find the time to hit the theater, it's I'm, gotta I'm, really be worth it. Yeah. And I'm old and I'm yeah. tired all the time. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Like, eh, do I feel like driving to Auburn? Not really. Right. You know, that kind of thing. And then it's like, everything's, you know, I feel like we talked about it. It's, it's kind of skewing away from this a little bit, which I love, but like everything's like nine hours long. And it's yeah. like, Yep. You know, by the time I get out of the theater, it's going to be like 830 and shit. And I'm like, Fuck. I mean, honestly, the the only reason I want to I'm planning on seeing Oppenheimer on Friday is because my wife uh, has a very rare uh, kind of meeting schedule on Friday that has her in meetings until six o'clock on Friday. So I was like, all right. And it's not to say that she wouldn't care. She'd be like, do whatever. But I'm like, sure. I mean, I like at the end of a, a long week on a Friday night to I make a pizza. You know, we we we, we have a beer. We eat pizza like you mm-hmm. know, kind of like we you know, I make the pizza. She sits at the counter. We talk about our day while I'm making pizza, whatever. So oh, I uh, love that. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, this works out because I can the movie starts at two thirty, but and it's like a half an hour away. So by the time I see the movie, I pick up and I'll pick up a pizza on the way home, and then it'll I'll get home around the time she's kind of getting done. I mean, not exactly, but you know, and I was yeah. like that works out. If it wasn't that way, I probably wouldn't do it, even right. though this because I want to see this movie in IMAX 
because uh, I mean, right, I right, wish right. I could see it in 70 millimeter IMAX, but that's not an option. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I just feel like that's kind of how, you know, you, it would be best experience. But um, yeah, it's certainly like for the first time, probably I, honestly, like I, I want to say since the pandemic, but honestly, it feels like it was even like I can't remember the last time even before the pandemic that like there was like a movie or, or two movies in this case that were so like such a big, like event yeah. kind of thing, man. Like people I mean, are very excited for movies again for, I, for what I feel like is a long time. I looked today just out of curiosity to see where Oppenheimer was playing. And I saw for one of the showings, it said sold out. I mm-hmm. cannot tell you the last time when I yeah. looked in Adam in the app for a theater that I saw any, and I mean, anything yeah. was sold out. I don't, I mean, I saw a fucking far for, or not for, uh, home Spider-Man homecoming in the theater. Mm-hmm. I saw mm-hmm. Wakanda forever in the theater. I yeah. saw, you know what I mean? Like I'm talking what have been considered big movies, avatar. I didn't see it, but I just out of curiosity, looked to see when it was playing. I have not seen it actually say sold out. And for fucking Oppenheimer, are you kidding me? Yeah. Not to say I, that, not to say that it, it doesn't deserve it. I'm just surprised. That's the thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you want to believe it just because it's a new Christopher Nolan. Uh, because, obviously, I feel like Christopher Nolan should sell out theaters no matter, you know, everywhere everywhere they play. But yeah. but just the fact that it's it's this weird excitement yeah. over this duo of movies, which is, I feel like, this is the first time I can... Because I've only ever... I've only ever went to a theater one time and they told me that the movie was sold out. And yeah. that was when I went to see 300 on opening yeah. night in Auburn. Right. Uh, me and Chris and Lindy went, uh, and I think there was a showing at like, I don't know, six thirty or seven, whatever mm-hmm. it was. And obviously that one was sold out. Right. And I remember specifically, we knew that not, not that the lady at the ticket booth told us, but we, we were walking up to the front and there was this kid who went up to the, to the window and was told that it was sold out and he literally screamed fuck like fuck no and then like stormed away over 300 wow yeah and i was like all right so this one sold out you guys want to see the next one and they were yeah. like yeah no problem and right. so we just bought tickets for the 9 30 show it wasn't that big of a deal right but it ruined that dude's evening like yeah. it ruined that dude and i was like man and and i saw on, i literally saw on twitter today uh before we started recording somebody posted a picture of himself going to the theater to see Barbie. And he's Mm. like, I have never seen this before, but there was like a, there was like a flyer hanging up on the door. That was like all Barbie showings are sold out today. Sorry. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also good. It's good. I love it. It's great, but it's so funny to me. Like I can't, I cannot remember the last time there was like a thing like this. Yeah. Yep. Where like people are genuinely excited for like, and it's such a weird Two vastly different (laughs) things. Yeah. Such a weird thing. Like, two weird movies for people to be, like, you know, excited over. Then neither one of them are superhero movies. Like, I'm here for it, man. More of this, please. Yeah. I'm so fucking tired of superhero movies. If if only Margot Robbie could have gotten, like, a cameo in Oppenheimer and then. Right? She'd be like, fuck yes. It's a very Margot weekend. (laughs) Exactly. But All right, for like a great weekend for movies, just in general, man. Like, yeah, I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah, me too. All right, well, let's get into it. Let's do Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. First. Sure. Um, paved it. Yeah, 
Oh, so, I hated it so much. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, after the last um, Michael Bay Transformers movie, where Optimus Prime basically told the Dinobots, like, you either work with me or I'll fucking kill all of you. I was like, all right, my man, he's completely, <laughs> well, was it the last night or whatever the fuck it was called? Yeah. He's he's going around the bend. He's 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 completely lost. I mean, I, you know, I was like, I'm done. So when Bumblebee came out, I didn't give a shit. I was mm-hmm. like, I am done. I'm not live action Transformers. Like, I'm I'm out. But then I think actually Linda watched it before I did. I think it was on like some streaming service. I don't remember. And she was she watched. She's like, you know, it's really good. And I was like, what? No, it isn't. So I watched it. And I was like, God damn, this movie's actually really good. It kind of got back to you know, it, I I felt like it was more character focused that the action was good there was like you know characters you could root for and i really enjoyed it and then i recently rewatched it before rise of the beast because i had heard good things about rise of the beasts mm-hmm. and then and I, and I i liked it still yeah well he's great and then i watch rise of the beasts and i'm and just it like does not why <laughs> why is why are we back to exactly like why first of all if if all it takes for you to like a transformers movie is for um the maximals to show up Mm -hmm. then that doesn't say a lot about you as a transformers fan when they don't adhere or they this movie does not have the the depth of storytelling and character development that fucking beast wars had right like right. like like i don't know maybe people just don't remember like the, the g1 transformers cartoon was was garbage it was, mm-hmm. it, was it was terrible well it was it was just toy They're, commercials right 30 minute toy commercials and then beast wars comes out and they actually seemed to care i mean yeah they had to sell toys but they actually seemed to care about telling stories and having mm-hmm. characters, Dinobot being a prime example, that had arcs and, mm-hmm. and their character changed over time in reaction to the events that occurred around them and involved them in the show. The way that you would expect well-written characters to right. be, right. right? And the right. show was fantastic. <clears throat> And yes. yeah, it sold toys, and yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense that you could, would have a, a, a robot that was a rat transform into a robot that was five and a half feet tall, right? Like, but whatever. <laughs> right. But right. it was cool as fuck, and I mean, it even it, it, even even with the limitations of that early, super early CGI, exactly. Yes, it managed to it manages to still hold up. Yes. And then, so when you hear they're going to be in this movie, okay, great. But f- they weren't. They weren't. Props, props <laughs> to whoever they tasked with cutting a trailer for this shit. No because shit, Because I was right? so fucking hyped for this movie. Yeah. Bumblebee was so good. And yeah. l- listen, you know, I I know you hate them. I don't. I actually like most of the Bay transformers i don't i i they lost me when in the mark Wahlberg one where the guy had the laminated card to show that it was okay for him to fuck his girlfriend yeah like that's 
gross. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just gross. And then Mark Wahlberg, I just, I didn't like that one at all. And, and then, like I said, Optimus Prime just got slowly, like, it was like, it was like watching Optimus Prime be in his own fucking apocalypse now, where at the end of it, he's mm-hmm. like Marlon Brando deep in the Vietnamese jungle. And you're like, wow, he's, he's all, he's around the bend. <laughs> <laughs> he's lost it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sitting on a throne of Decepticon skulls and you're like, wow. All right. (laughs) Right. I mean, but it's, yeah, I I don't, I don't hate any of them outside of maybe the second one. Uh, yeah. The second second one has some moments for sure. It's bad. Uh, dark of the moon is, is like I said in the discord, dark of the moon is my favorite. Uh, I I love that movie. I think that's the third one, right? Yeah, with yeah. Leonard Nimoy. Yes. Yeah, that one I, I thought was 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 fine. I yeah. love that movie. Yeah. Uh, and, and I like all of them with the exception of maybe maybe two, which I think is like or was Revenge of the Fallen, whatever. Uh, it, it's not great. Yeah. Um, but I was so excited for Rise of the Beast because Bumblebee was so good, mm-hmm. and the looks. Were like the G1 looks, you know. Mm-hmm. Prime was like the 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 semi the the without the nose or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. you call it stuff, and like you know they did. It looked like Starscream in the trailer, but it ended up not being Starscream yeah. in the movie. But at least you know, it, 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 I can't remember the guy who directed it, but like it seemed like somebody who like grew up with this stuff right. was getting a chance to make a movie. And right. the thing that bumblebee does so well like you talked about that rise of the bees absolutely does not is not necessary and no it it doesn't even do the transformers good Mm -hmm. but the thing that bumblebee did so well on top of like doing the transformers right was like i actually gave a shit about the human characters yes Haley steinfeld did a fantastic job and then for this movie like i didn't give a single solitary fuck about any of the human characters no me neither at all. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I, I did not I did not care at at no. all. Yeah. And that's oh my god, that's such like a, a a left turn from what Bumblebee was. Yeah. Because I loved the the, the family in Bumblebee. Yep. And and even even John Cena was fucking funny. Yes. Like, yes. And and I don't like John Cena. So Bumblebee was so good, and for this to be the follow-up, it was—it's just—it just blew my fucking mind how bad it was. And then, and and what what bothered me about it is that it goes just right back to everything people seemed like they didn't like about the original, which I get. It's just Prime is a psychopath. Again, <laughs> yeah. he's just taught. You know, he's just like we're gonna fucking kill them all. I don't give a shit. And you're like, why? What? Right. Where is this? coming from like you've been on earth how long like shouldn't you have learned something also that it's like and then but then also at the end it's just cgi nonsense that's all it's just cgi nonsense and and depending on the circumstance either you know this guy's gun is will kill you in one shot or or he can shoot somebody 19 times in the face and and nothing happens and it's like like, what which is it this is literally like called rise of the beast. And so I, so it's <laughs> full disclosure. Like I watched this, uh, last weekend, uh, goose was here. It was her birthday kind of, well, it wasn't her birthday. We, we wish her a happy birthday last show, but mm-hmm. that, she came to town last weekend. So it was our, 
our celebration of her birthday or whatever. And like, this is the one thing she had a bucket list of things she wanted to do or whatever. And so, uh, this was the one thing I was kind of like, well, I kind of want to watch this movie. I've been excited for it. And I was like, I could watch it before you come. She's like, no, I want to see it too. And I'm like, all right, bet. And so, and she liked it. And I, we started it on, I don't know, like, I think it was Saturday and mm-hmm. I, I fell asleep like not that far into it yeah. because nothing is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. I fucking hated Mirage. Oh my God. Yeah. I hated what they did to Mirage. Like, why like, are you making Mirage jazz? Exactly. People were mad about jazz in the first one. Uh, I hope y'all feel better because Jesus Christ, this was fucking awful. Yeah, I hated what they did to Mirage in this movie. Yeah, and I mean, and they they, they give you the little like, oh, Indy five hundred, like, oh, 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 we get mm. it. No, bitch, yeah. you don't. It, there you was don't. a exactly. nine eleven transformer. His f- name was Jazz, and he yeah. got ripped apart in the first one. And Prime yeah. went, eh, oh well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, so I hated that. I fell asleep halfway through it. There were no Maximals for. I don't know how long. A long time. A very long time. Yes. And then, so so we we put it back to the last thing I remembered the next day, and I was like, I was still sitting there, like, where are the, where are the Maximals? Like, where, what? This is the whole point of this movie. Like, what what right. am I watching? Like, this is so bad. Yep. God, yep. it's. And then they don't I, even have any Predacons. Exactly. You know, it's like it's oh, Rise of the Beast. Not even that. But it's Surge there's, there's, is the big bad. Fucking yeah. Scourge is beating Optimus Prime's ass? Are yeah. you shitting me? Right. Are you seriously? Right. I mean, oh at least it, at least they didn't, you know, for Galvatron, they didn't, like, try to have him, like, do the, the head thing. That, that you know, yeah. at, at least they kind of limited themselves to... <laughs> to but I'm like, come on, man. That. What, Scourge was what? Thundercracker? Reborn? Or Skywarp? I can't remember which one. I don't remember. But that's who's honest. kicking Optimus Prime's ass in this movie? Okay. Yeah. That's who we're afraid of? Okay. I yeah. can't. Oh. Yep. I that is that is th- that's the most disappointing thing I've seen this year and and probably for a while to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like a single thing about it. Yeah, I mean, I I just I don't I don't know why people liked it and and sometimes i can watch a movie and and go yeah i get it i can understand why people like it it just wasn't for me and i don't i do not have that in this not not if you i mean unless it's just all it takes is just to see you know a a g1 a, a more g1 uh looking design you just don't like you know the the design of the Bayformers, and and as long yeah. as they don't look like Bayformers, they can do whatever you want. But it's like, all right, well if it's if it's you know essentially a Michael Bay Transformers movie just without all the misogyny and and the weird design, mm. like if that if that's all it takes is for you to just be like, oh that's the prime I remember. It's like, but it's not the prime you remember because he he didn't keep saying he was gonna tear somebody's fucking head off. In in all of the cartoons I watched, I mean, admittedly, I was young. Maybe he did, and I just missed it. And then at the <laughs> end, when they like fucking tease GI Joe, and I was like, "Are you oh. fucking kidding me right now?" Those First movies all, have been garbage. Exactly. For, I mean, always. Like, like, why is that something what, you want more of? Right. 
Like, like anyone who saw that and got excited, I'm like, do you not remember Snake Lips? Because I do. Oh, God. Fucking Snake Eyes is a character who doesn't speak, and he had fucking lips on his yeah. mask. Yeah. That's what you want more of? Like, yeah. I don't need more Snake Lips. I'm good. Yeah. Like, what's worth? Bat nipples or Snake Lips? Take your pick. Exactly. Right? Take, exactly. Take your pick. Exactly. But also, it just doesn't make sense. And I get it. It's like, oh, we're going to do all the toy movies it's like, i mean okay, sure well, why why would they yeah he well you were in the army so you should be in gi joe right. was he bad in the army because gi joe got their ass kicked <laughs> all the time like is that is that was like i see here you're a fuck up how do you feel about snowshoes <laughs> you want to wear them all the time because we were down a guy yeah <laughs> yeah snow job got dishonorably discharged last yeah. week so yeah Welcome to G.I. Joe. Here's your eagle. How can we racially appropriate you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you, Cuban? All right. Uh, Stogie, you have a cigar. What are you, right. Vietnamese? Uh, bon Mi, here's your sandwich. Uh, what are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Native American? Here's yeah. your eagle. Here's your like, eagle and your headband. You know. Hopefully you can talk to him. Like, wait go, a second. Yeah. That's not... go, <laughs> go down to makeup and they're gonna they're gonna put a tear on your cheek because you're sad we're throwing out garbage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Black eye, pit bull, naturally. Oh god. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now I kind of can't wait for that crossover. Here's the thing. <laughs> the only way I would want, and I said this in the Discord, the only way I would want a G.I. Joe movie is if they were 100% figure accurate, which means, yeah. you know, the one the one boat guy is always in the 50s sailor outfit. Oh, shipwreck, Snowjob. yeah, man, yeah, with his parrot. Yeah, yeah, exactly, with his parrot, yes. Snow job is always <laughs> in the white, the blinding white. Oh, you know. please give me a desert sequence with snow job and shipwreck. Like, yeah, exactly. Chasing a transformer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I want the, uh, the Australian guys. What were their names? The dreadnoughts, the dreadnoughts. Yep. Yeah. With the guy that had the fucking, uh, big buzzsaw. Yeah. The fucking high. Yeah. 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 Yep. I want all those torch ripper and buzzer. Yeah. And then I want the Mad Max Australian. Fucking... <laughs> I want Tamox and Zamot. I want them to be mm. oddly, you know, yep. like twin cestual, you know, right. I mean, you know, they were fucking, they were 100% oh, sure. fucking each other. Oh yeah. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. hundred. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I want all of it. I want all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Although, or I don't care because that's the only way you, <laughs> that's the only way you're going to make it even remotely interesting is, is to just be like, wait, they did not. Did they? Oh yeah, my just, God. They did. Just steer into the skid, man. Yeah. Just, 100%. just own it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No apologies. Yeah, and <laughs> just right, exactly. Just act like like there's a terrorist organization shows up and then all of a sudden this guy comes in on skis. <laughs> and they're like and everyone just is like, what what is why is he It's not even snowing? Like, exactly like... nobody in G.I. Joe, they don't they don't even mention it. And he's just yeah. like clacking around, just like <laughs> trying to walk but can't. And everyone's like, well, they say they're the best. Yeah. <laughs> this, is it. this is the best we got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, Rise of the Beast, I, I think it was bad. I think it was mm. bad. Um, and, yeah, I uh, can't decide if it's my least favorite or my second least favorite based based on I need to watch. I, I hate to say this sentence out loud, but I I kind of feel like now I need to watch Revenge of the Fallen again or whatever the fuck the second one is called. I don't think you do. I don't think so either, but I can't decide which one's worse at this point. I feel so. like this one's worse just because my expectations were higher. Truth. Yes, 100%. Yeah. As far as the disappointment factor, 100% this one's the worst one. But yeah. yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like there was some stuff in the second one where Prime was kind of a badass in like a forest or some shit. Yeah. And maybe that was slightly better than this garbage where they put uh, a guy in a fucking one of the suits from Rise of Cobra. And, like, we didn't learn from that shit. Uh, yeah, right. <clears throat> exactly. I'm like, look, I appreciate you trying to be like Vanquish, but, you know, I mean, come on. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah. Oh, I hated it so much. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, we got that out of the way. Yep. <clears throat> um, all right. So next movie hit Shudder this past Friday. Um, I was I was kind of uh, happy to see it. It was a um, you know Shutter has a uh, pretty um, well established track record for uh, horror movie documentaries. Yes, um, you know obviously In Search of Darkness being the the, the big one, but you know horror noir, um, the um, the folk horror um, mm-hmm. documentary too. Well, uh, dark and Days Bewitched or whatever. Yep. So this latest one is called Shark Exploitation, and it is written and directed by Steven Scarlatta, and it has you know appearances by you know Wendy Benchley, wife of Peter Benchley, you know Roger Corman, Joe Dante, um, you know lots of individuals who um, you know wrote and directed um, shark horror movies over the years, um, and. It, what it is is it is a just kind of a exploration of you know shark horror movies and you know was you you might think oh it starts with Jaws and whereas Jaws might have been the first movie to really kind of propel sharks as a horror you know movie monster uh, <laughs> into the public consciousness it goes you know well before that to talk about you know. Um, it goes all like like the early '30s, right? Like Creature of the Black Lagoon and, and a bunch of the different adventure, you know, movies where sharks were the villains and stuff. And then kind of goes all the way up, you know, to Jaws, and then the ripoffs, and then um, you know the the gets into the sci-fi era, well, the asylum stuff. stuff, yeah, yeah, Sharknado's the asylum stuff, and, and, and all yeah, that stuff. Um, it was a really well done film. Um, uh-huh. You know, it, it kind of you know there's a lot of stuff that I mean a lot of the stuff. In there, I, I already had kind of known about, but, mm. um, you know, some of the interesting stuff to hear about in terms of like how, you know, in the in the kind of the golden days of sci-fi, <coughs> you know, when they were putting out, you know, a movie almost every week, um, yeah. you know, how their process for coming up with a film you know, was, you know, the exact opposite of what it normally is, you know, where they, they start with just, you know, kind of moving words around until they get a title they like, and then like, oh, okay, come up with a paragraph. All right, great. That sounds good. Come up with a two-page treatment. Okay, great. Come up with a script, you know, not, and then like how it's got to be segmented into the seven yeah. segments, because there's eight commercial breaks, and you got to have a minor gag and a major gag, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that structure, so that was really interesting to, to hear about. But then also, you know, to kind of see, the progression from, you know, all of the really bad shark movies that kind of had come out, but then 
you know, getting back into some of the better ones, like when Deep Blue Sea came out or, mm-hmm. um, you know, Open Water or whatever, things like that. And so, yeah. um, you know, if you had asked me how many shark horror movies are there, I would be like, I don't know, 10. Like, <laughs> cold, no. And, you know, and then when they're just like, you know, like showing the ball and, and, and it was like really kind of, it's like you forget about, oh, you know, Jaws came out in what 1975. 75 was Jaws, yeah. So I mean, when you consider that that movie's three years or two years away from its 50th anniversary over the past 50 years, just how yeah. many, um, you know, shark movies, even if so, they're atomic sharks or shark yeah, yeah. or ghost shark, yeah, ghost yeah. shark. <laughs> the clips from that movie. <laughs> It's great. That's it's a hilarious. great movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, that's a fantastic movie. <laughs> it's it's so good and all like it's it's so bad in like the best ways. <laughs> but the shark comes when it's raining. <laughs> the the funny thing about Ghost Shark is it and, and the guy talked about it is, you know, it kind of fit when you were a kid and you saw Jaws. Like anywhere there was water, there's a puddle, uh, Jaws is in there. There's a bathtub, Jaws is in there. You know, whatever. Well, like my favorite one was the guy who was like, I was sitting in the theater and I was like pulling my feet up because I was sure the shark was underneath my seat. Yeah, because yeah. <clears throat> I have a very similar reaction to Jaws, and I still do. Yeah, you know, it, I have. It is well established that I I have two very irrational fears in my life, and and one of them is flying, and the other one is sharks. Yeah, and I have no reason to be afraid of flying. I've never done it. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. It just you know, doesn't make just, sense to you. You're just like, how do we? How yeah. are we allowed how, up there? How is something that heavy going to raise me up in the air and we not all fall to our deaths? Like, I don't understand it. I don't yeah. like it. I don't trust it. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I understand my car because yeah. it's heavy, uh, but I'm in control of it. Right. But I'm supposed to expect someone I've never met to, to safely transport me from, from here to thousands of miles away. Right. That high up in the air, defying the will of God the right. entire way. <laughs> right, like no, I don't know this guy. Like I'm not doing that. <laughs> but like I, you know, my my dad was a huge movie guy. We talked about this on the show before, yeah. but you know, I got to I got to see Jaws at a, at a very impressionable age. Let's just say, and yeah. I have never forgotten that shit. I, uh, I honestly don't remember when I saw it. To be honest, I, I don't I it's like I I feel like it was just it's just one of these movies I I've just always known, but I don't mm. I don't think I could tell you when I actually saw it. I don't know how old I was, but I specifically remember watching it uh, mm-hmm. very little and with my dad mm-hmm. and being scared fucking shitless. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Uh it's so like that. That is a fear that has it stuck with me my entire life. Like I don't fuck with the ocean. I don't like sharks. They scare the shit out of me. But also like because I've been afraid of them my entire life, I'm also weirdly fascinated with them. So like yeah, things like Shark Week. Yeah, I'm super. I, I I'm always like so excited for and like you know all these movies that they were showing. <clears throat> I've I had seen almost everything they showed post Jaws. Mm-hmm. But for me, for this doc, a lot of the earlier stuff was what I was more interested in because they talked about how uh, Jaws was kind of the first movie that really, like you said, kind of projected the the shark as the villain. Mm-hmm. And and sharks had been in, in movies previously, 
But it the movie was always about something else. It just had sharks in it. Yeah. Like the shark wasn't the main focus. Right. And so a lot of that stuff from like the 30s and like even before that. And I was like, right. man, I, I never heard of some of that stuff. And it looked interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, so so I uh, Stephen Scarlatta, who, who wrote and directed this, is the co-host of my one of my favorite podcasts. I've mm-hmm. talked about it before. Best movies never made where they they take scripts from movies that were kind of famously went through production hell and, and came close to being made, but never got made and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, the the, that podcast went on a hiatus for months. Uh, and they didn't really say why they were just like, well, we got other stuff going on, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. So it turns out, yeah. Um, Steven Scarlatta, uh, was working on this movie. Gotcha. And then Josh, what's his nuts he's the guy that wrote the the sonic movies that mm. kind of stuff uh okay he, he's the other uh, other co-host uh he he's been working on stuff and and so they <clears throat> they took a longer than they expected to break but actually on friday like this movie hit and i was like holy shit like because i knew i knew that steven was doing this and mm-hmm. i was really excited for it and then uh they dropped a new episode of the the podcast also on Friday. And I was like, wow, this this is a big day for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And one of the movies in the, in the, in shark exploitation, they talk about is that jaws three people, zero, the national lampoon. Oh, that that never got made. Yeah. Because they couldn't agree on. Yeah. So they, they, they touched on it in in the movie, but they don't really go into detail. So they, they dropped a new episode of the podcast that I listened to today when I was driving to my mom's house. Uh, And man, we almost got a really fucking weird bonkers, Jaws wow. three instead of the Jaws three that we got, which is also weird, Walkers. But yeah, I don't it doubt was, it. <clears throat> it was a National Lampoon's Jaws Jaws movie called Jaws Three People Zero, mm-hmm. and the premise of the film was, and it took place in in a reality in which there were two Jaws movies, and the okay. the kind of the the premise of the movie was that. While they were trying to make a third, a second, a Jaws three, a second Jaws sequel, an actual shark showed up and tried to shut the production down. Oh, so kind of like a almost like a Nightmare on Elm Street, the, yes. the reboot. The, the yes. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. So it would have been like a, the meta horror movie yeah, well a, before a, a National Lampoon's meta Jaws almost happened. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's a timeline if we can get Barry Allen to run fast enough. We could right? maybe be lucky enough it was, uh, to go there. It was, it was John Hughes. It was, uh, oh shit, Egon. What's his name? Oh, um, uh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Ivan Reitman. Yeah, yeah. It was those guys wow. who, who were behind it. And yeah, we almost got. And it's funny, like when they were, they were running through the script on on the episode of the podcast, and it's like, man. <laughs> there was like one shark scene towards the beginning and like, and then the, one of the guys who was like, cause they had a couple of guests on the, on the episode. Mm-hmm. He's like, I was on page 70. I was like, where's the shark? Like there's some <laughs> shark. <in there."> been, <laughs> <laughs> so much of the script was them like doing the studio shit and like trying to like get funding and like yeah. trying to like decide what to do for a th- uh, third jaws and stuff. Like, it's like this shark doesn't even really do shit until like so far into it. And he's like, what would have been great was if the shark had been like the groundhog in like Caddyshack, like it became a character. (laughs) 
Yeah. But it was like, it, 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 they didn't do that. But yeah. uh, some of the gags they talked about would have been fucking hilarious. Yeah. They were talking about like, uh, there was one, there was one joke, you know, like in, uh, in Jaws, when when they cut open the tiger shark that they catch and it has yeah, like a license, license plate, plate falls out, yeah, like that. He's like, they did a similar thing in this one, uh, but like there was so much shit in there. It was like there was like a members only jacket, <laughs> a ham- uh, like a McDonald's hamburger, and they just kept pulling shit out. Like it went on for so long, and like the last thing they pulled out, which which was like the 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 best thing was, it was a a goldfish bowl. With the goldfish still in it, like it never spilled out. Like it was dead ass. Like those like goldfish with the fish still in it. Like and it would have just been shit like that. But like yeah. with an actual shark trying to shut down the production of right of them making a Jaws three, which you know, I mean Jaws three, it's not good. No, I don't know that I would have wanted that to be Jaws three, but. If that existed, uh, I feel like I I really would enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, it's it's man, it's a fantastic documentary. They they like you said, they interview a lot of really interesting people. And yeah. if you have any even a passing interest in in shark exploitation or, or shark horror, it's it's so worth watching. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just you know, I think like like you know, for me, where these these movies, you know, end up working or for me or is i mean i'm always interested in kind of the background of films but it's 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 learning about stuff that i didn't films i, I hadn't exactly. known about before yeah. um but like even just like the idea and i never i never even thought of this the idea of like you know the james bond movies where uh. the sharks were you know the the, the, the evil guy had the yeah. shark you know like and I, it never occurred to me before that, yeah, subconscious, even just before Jaws, is like you start to see these things as even like, yeah, instruments even, of evil. Right. You know. And which they, they, you know, they do that in Austin Powers. You yeah, know, yeah, The yeah, sharks yeah. with the freaking laser beams freaking with their freaking heads. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So definitely check it out. It's well worth watching. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a lot of really good information. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's Shark Week is on now, so it's a perfect time. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! I've seen like ads and stuff for Shark Week. I I don't have uh, cable, so I don't know how we would watch it. But that that whole thing where they're like, they're in that like whale carcass with like this belly bubble on the bottom that they're filming out of and shit, Mm -hmm. and they're like dropping blood in the water and shit. Like these motherfuckers are just trying to get killed at this. Yeah, during Shark Week, I don't understand. Yeah, me neither. What are we hoping to learn from from floating around in a fake whale carcass and dropping (laughs) blood in the water? Yeah, I don't know. They're going to bite you. We already know that. Like, what are you trying to learn at this point? Yeah, I did like that they had like kind of the marine biologists that were just like, you know, it's just like that that would never have that has never happened. Oh that yeah, would yeah, never yeah. Happen. right, right. <laughs> and he wasn't look, like oh, he wasn't no. like raining on anyone's parade. Right. It was right. just like no, that's just. It's like you're right. When yeah. we get to Jaws four, and the and <laughs> Jaws is basically Michael Myers. <laughs> And they actually had the nerve to ask a marine biologist. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. uh, no. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> How much am I getting paid for this? Yeah, right. Exactly. Did, yeah. Did I mean, tell you this would never happen. Okay. Yeah. Well, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, on the games front, I'm, you know, I think I've gotten more enjoyment out of hearing your miserable time with modern warfare 
Oof. to remaster, whatever it's called, than I would ever get by actually playing. Oh, please don't. Don't play it. <laughs> oh, my God. This is Modern Warfare 2. The new, I, I don't know if it's the newest one. I don't know if a new one's come out since. I don't know. I think it's the new one. I can't uh, keep track of what they're called anymore. I, I mean, can't. I don't care. I don't play them, but I just, I'm just like, whatever. It's it's the you one. Just call it Call of Duty every year. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Just and call it Call of Duty. Just like that's treat it like Madden. It's Call of Duty 2023. Just and there. please, please stop with the campaigns. We talked about this last time. Yeah, it, it's such a small group of players like myself who actually care anymore. And I'm fine with not doing it. It's fine if this is what we're gonna get. Uh, yeah. So I, I finally finished it. Uh, to say that I limped across the finish line is is an understatement. Mm-hmm. I hated this game. Hated it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was mediocre for a very long time. Now, what do you uh, say it was mediocre? Is it that? Is it the story? Is it the mechanics? It's the a story. Struck? It's okay. a story. Yeah. It's the story. It, it's it's the the you know it's 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 Call of Duty. So like the the gunplay is there. It's controls are solid all that shit it's not like it's like a poor call of duty yeah it's just this this campaign is garbage uh it, it's like i talked about last time it's bad guy have missile we must we good guy must not bad guy right yeah which is fine that's standard call of duty fair and this one uh the, the cardinal sin for this one for me was that it was the follow-up to one that i really liked yeah uh and then jace teasing me with the ghost thing mm-hmm. is why I was so excited for it. And so I, I was like, and he told me it was coming at the end. I'm like, okay, I got to get to the end. But this, what what's frustrating about this game, we talked about this last time. It's like, remember the ghillie suit thing was like so cool yeah. the first time. Everyone since has had it. I'm like, yeah. no, like do something else. Like, but it doesn't even do that. And that's fine. But here's the thing. When I am 11 missions in to a, 16 17 mission game and you drop me into a mission where you take my weapons away mm. and you introduce a crafting system what why oh yeah exactly and here and here's what's really fun uh you're supposed to be hiding from armored very well armed enemies mm-hmm. who could one shot you Oh my god! And all you have is a flashlight. And you're so, supposed to what? Scrounge weapon parts and put an M4 together. You're supposed to scrounge traps and tape and chemicals to make homegrown. Oh, so it's like the last of us. And yes, and unless you're using your flashlight, which alerts the enemies to where you are, you can't even you can't even see the prompts to pick up said oh crafting materials. I remember there was a game like that I played where and I ended up having to turn the brightness on my TV up all the way so that I could mm. see what was I happening. Don't know. It's not even about that. You can't see it unless you, you literally press the button to pull up the flashlight. So they won't even like show you the prompt? No. If, no. Oh, my God. Unless you're shining the flashlight on it. I would which snap alerts, the disc in half and just... Which alerts the very well-armed and very armored enemies who will one-shot you to where you are. And it's the longest fucking mission in the game. It takes so long. Ghost is talking to you. You're soap. And Ghost is talking to you. He's like, Sergeant, you have to move over here. And I'm like, all right, bet. So I finally go there. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, God, thank God it's over. He's like, all right. I've got eyes on. 
now you just have to move through here and get through all this and go over here. <laughs> and I'm like, mother fuck you. Like, yeah. oh my God, why can't this be over? Yeah. And then he does it again. You get yeah. through the tunnel part. He's like, I'm at the church. Get to the front gate. I've got eyes on. I'm like, bitch, if you've got eyes on and you've got a gun, shoot these motherfuckers and yeah. I'll just walk over there. Like, what the I, fuck? I have a flashlight and a roll of duct tape. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. So you get through that. And then the, the then what it does is even more insulting because it drops one of the most amazing levels in the Call of Duty game I've ever played in my life on you. Mm-hmm. That shit was so good. Uh, it it brought in the characters from from the last Modern Warfare, which I mm-hmm. thought was a fucking a masterpiece as mm-hmm. far as like Call of Duty campaigns. Probably my second favorite one outside of Ghosts. They brought these characters in, and it was so fucking good. And then that ended, and then it goes right back to the horse shit. And I'm just like, okay. And I'm just honestly at that point, I was just trying to get through it. Like I'm over yeah. it. I don't like this game. Even when the ghosts show up, I feel like I'm just like. Ugh. I'm not going to like this. Yeah. And so it goes on and shit. And then it's not even the ghosts, man. It's, it's the people that you already are. They just put on a bunch of fucking like baklavas or fucking, you know, ski mask shit with skulls on them. Like this, not even the ghosts. This is not what I wanted. Yeah. And it's like, whatever. So I'm, I'm going through the shit and then we get to the last level. Uh huh. And it's bad. <laughs> really? It's I'm surprised. Real, no. <laughs> real bad. So you're soap again. Mm-hmm. And it starts off with you and uh I keep calling to call McTavish. The soap is McTavish. It's I, was Price. Called, I called when I was talking about the Call of Duty game at work, I couldn't remember his name. I was like, I don't know his name. I called him Scoots McGuffin. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> Someone at work was like, that is the greatest name. Like from now on. His yeah. name is Scoots so McGuffin. McTavish. I love it. Uh, <laughs> so it's Handlebar. Uh, I always call him Handlebar guy. It's uh, it's it's Price. And you're you're doing the 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 Rainbow Six thing where you're like rappelling down the building. Mm-hmm. You're rappelling down a building in uh, Chicago, mm. where uh, oh I oh my god sorry before we even get to that. After the, where you're like, so what you're running from in the, in the mission where you're, you're have a flashlight and a bunch of duct tape and shit is like the guy who, who was in the, what, I don't know what you call like the, the gunship, the big, you know, there's always like that one level in, in call of duties where like, there's a gunship mm-hmm. that's like looking way down and shit. And you're dropping the artillery and shit like that. The big mm-hmm. a, a fucking whatever it is. So the guy who's who's flying that and helping you, he turns evil for no fucking reason. It's maybe, the worst. Maybe he got the, paid well. It's the worst twist. It's the most nonsensical twist in a Call of Duty game. Take a minute and think about that sentence. <laughs> I don't it know. They're made, usually so, so grounded. I'm surprised. It made zero fucking sense. This guy turns evil and his shadows, shadow guys... They're suddenly like trying to murder you for no reason. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. So, so that's the guy that you're you're like hunting for a while there and shit. And like, so he's not the guy with the missile. He's a different guy. No, no, no. We forgot all about him. Oh, because okay. Fuck Sorry. us on because we got to take down Graves, who just turned evil for no goddamn reason all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. 
and so then you're hiding from from his his boys and stuff and you're fashioning like rat traps with cyanide right. and shit or whatever you're magrubering it yes exactly uh, you get through that and then they're like uh and then you find out shocker that uh the the government is did some shit and fucked up with these missiles and they're trying to cover it up what that never happens right and uh so anyway so you you end up having to take down graves in this ridiculous fucking uh sequence where you have to run around a training facility that graves is in a fucking abrams tank (laughs) fucking riding around like somehow simultaneously being able to shoot you with the uh he's driving it by himself but the machine gun on the top works and the goddamn (laughs) turret tank thing also works so you're hauling ass i don't think that's how tanks work i don't know a lot about tanks but i feel like it takes multiple people to like (laughs) function yeah. in the tank but he's yeah. doing it by himself my man is like uh Sisters he's like a, doing it for them he's, like, he's <laughs> like he's like fucking he's like eel o'brien he's like out here just like his hand one hand is up here and he's doing the thing and and you're having to pick up c4 that's strategically placed for some reason around this training facility because you know how training facilities often have like c4 and like yeah, boxes exactly. just like, just like boxes of high and, uh, explosives just laying yeah. around and you just pick them up and you throw them on the tank and then detonate them and haul ass it sounds a like a um sniper elite level to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest yeah except you can't snipe them through the window like a badass hell yeah uh, 360 you can't snipe them in the face right? slow motion no scope that motherfucker and so anyway so you you finally end up taking down graves and then you have to go to chicago where you find out that's where the the third missile is because you've already found the other two i would go to chicago just because they have the best food there that would be my entire reason for going to chicago i'm like fuck yeah i'm gonna chicago dog i'm gonna catch a cubs game whatever hell yeah i'm gonna get an italian beef i'm gonna get a uh, deep dish fuck yes let's get it so uh so anyway so the level starts with you scaling down the side of a building in Rainbow Six style, where Hassan's guys have taken hostages for some reason. Why on three, not? only three levels of like a a sixty some odd level building, uh, they've well, taken hostages. They, they couldn't they couldn't rent out the top floors. It was busy. There was but only. <laughs> but only only three hostages on the first on the first window you come up to, four on the second. And stop me if you know where I'm going. Five? Five on the next one. Wow. I have uh, a math yeah. degree. <laughs> so so you have to so you have to uh, identify and here's the thing. This is what I love about these games. Price, God knows where price is. I have no I haven't seen this motherfucker since I started repelling. And he's like, Soap, get eyes on before you take the shot. And I'm like, eyes on what? And he's like <laughs> he's like Three in the room, two in the hallway. What hallway? What are you talking about? Like, can you shoot the ones in the hallway? Like, it's I don't like, know what it's you're like talking in, about. in Dark Knight when he's he's like, you know, he's got all the yes, like, he's tied into all yes. the, the cell phones, and he's like, Price is in a different room with like <laughs> he's, he's like Lucius. Morgan Freeman, so many fucking <laughs> screens, and he's telling me shit like I'm supposed to know what he's talking about. He's like, type and in, I'm just like, type in the password. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get to that. That's coming, actually. So, 
I died. I got those hostages killed so many times. Because <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. What hallway? What are you talking about? Like, I honestly had to just turn it off. I was getting so... I was about to throw my fucking controller at my television. We regret to inform you your son was killed because he was stupid. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) Like, the the game's like, you got the hostages killed. I'm like, no. Fucking Price got him killed. Because he's giving me, like, code words like I know what he's talking about. What? What? What hallway? (laughs) I'm hanging outside the goddamn building on a rope. I'm not in a hallway. Yeah, there's no, there's no hallway Jesus here. Christ. Bro. Yeah. Like, I can't see shit. The hostages look like the terrorists. I don't know what you want from me. So, thank. Somehow, I finally get past that shit. And then you go in, the, and then you go in, and you have this dumbass fight with ten million people in a fucking server room, and motherfuckers sure. are like running through the servers and shit. Whatever, it's fine. And then you get to the, you, you finally. You find Hassan. He's he's gone into like this elevator. You follow it. He falls down the elevator. You have to like jump on top of the elevator and then fall into another one and shit. And you think like I got him. This is it. Thank Christ, the game's over. Oh no 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 no. It has one more fuck you in the mm-hmm. story. As uh, Mr. Soap McTavish, uh, you drop your gun. And sure. guess what happens? Uh, quick time event. Nope. You drop into a room full of armored, very well-armed guys with no gun again, and you get to craft bombs. And you Are you serious? That's the sword. final level? Yes, sir. And wow. you have to, and not only do you have to craft shit to try to get away from these motherfuckers who are incessantly fuck. they know exactly, they, every, if a, if a gnat farts in that room, <laughs> they know where you are. Right. Like it's they find you no matter what you do. And you have a briefcase that because they launched the missile and you have to take the missile down with this briefcase. So you have to hide while this bitch gives you instructions through your headset of button prompts and things to do while you're being hunted by these fucking guys constantly. Wow. So you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting for her to tell like, bitch, please, like, let's go. What do I got to do? Tell right. me the buttons. Tell me what to do. Right. She's like, oh, on row three, column two, tell me what it says. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, seriously? <laughs> and so you're you're standing there and you're like listening and you're like waiting for the button prompt. Say, and it's like, oh, and then you see the flashlight of the guy that kicks open the door to the bathroom you're hiding in. I'm like, fuck, I got to get out of here. So you have to run. Shit. I'm like, oh, my Christ. And then once you finally get through all of her instructions and the, you detonate the missile before it can like get to the Pentagon or Washington, wherever it's headed, they're still hunting you mm-hmm. and they don't give you a gun. It's like he and then you, you and he's like, soap, you've got to take one of them down. And I'm like, how? Like, right. So it wants you to craft a, a bomb. Gun. No, it wants you to craft a bomb or like one of your like distraction things. And then you also have to craft like a shiv. And I'm like, all right, bet. So I did both of those things. I, I, I was kind of, I, I ran away enough to like see one of the patterns. I was like, all right, this guy's going to come around this corner. Da, 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 da. So I throw like my homemade smoke bomb at him. And then like while he's standing there choking, I run up and I stab him with my, uh, with my shiv. And I'm like, oh, thank Christ. I've got a gun. Mm-hmm. This bitch had three bullets in it. Oh, no. 
three. They were laying me out. They were emptying clips into me. Uh huh. But when I pick it up, three bullets. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you gotta be fucking shit me. And you have to kill three dudes that way. One bullet each. Did. No, no, the bullets don't kill them. Oh. The game still wants you to to craft a shiv, craft a bomb, whatever. Call one of them out, get them over there. You don't get to use the gun. Oh, okay. It's completely useless. <clears throat> and then, once you get three of them, then Hassan shoots you in the fucking chest and is about to throw you out the window. And then, then the QTE comes up where you're ghost with a sniper rifle and you have to shoot him before he drops soap and shit. And then, mercifully, the credits roll. Oh, my this God. This is the goddamn most infuriatingly frustrating game I have played in so long. It makes me not want to play video games anymore. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, it is so not the game I wanted after enjoying Modern Warfare so much. Right. Wow. I wonder, it's like, that's one where you definitely want to, like, it's almost like they go, well, nobody plays a campaign. We just do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can goddamn tell you I won't play another one. Because <laughs> I just can't do. imagine that, and I get it from like for the you know standpoint of maybe like a designer or you know folks that work on the mechanics and stuff like you know just kind of having doing the same thing over and over again you know has got to be. But they do that right for half of, over half of the game. Right, it's like it's the yeah. same. It's the same shit you've done. It's the ghillie suit level. It's this level. It's right. Uh, you're sneaking around in the water level. Like it's the same shit you've done over and over. And then they're like, they got like two thirds of the way through. And you're like, well, what if they had to craft things? And like, yeah, that, no, no, please no. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like you, you know, you just kind of get to the point where I agree with you. It just sounds like just don't even bother with the campaign. Just make it, you know. Make it make it Warzone, make it multiplayer, do your season passes or whatever it is you need to do to get, you know, people to keep buying it as a service game and then just call it a day. Because like so like when you finish the campaign, do you actually get anything that you can use in any of the multiplayer's things? Like suits or experience or buffs? Yeah, or... It, it had that <clears throat> stuff. Um because like like I said, I I know I talked about this before, but like that game, this game is literally shoving Warzone down your throat from the yeah. minute you fucking install it. And so yeah, it had like you know, but it, most of it was cosmetic kind of stuff. Like it was a couple of XP boosters. It was like finish this level and get this reward and shit. It was like an XP booster. Most of it was like you know like I don't know what you call it, but you know like when you have like a a little emblem and then like. Yeah a little saying and like, you know, yeah. and then like a little, a little picture of a little person like that. Most of that stuff was the rewards from the campaign, which I would okay. absolutely never use. It right. did nothing for me for, for having <laughs> finished the campaign. And also it's not even like, even if like you were like, well, at least I'll get some achievements. I got one achievement in that game. <laughs> one achievement for finishing that fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, it. it. Yeah. I mean, it's just like in, um, you know, Halo, where you'd get like different armor pieces or whatever. It was like everything yes. was, was cosmetic. There wasn't anything that you would, right. you know. But I mean, the, right. the, I actually enjoyed the Halo campaign. Yeah, except for Halo's good. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, this Halo Some was good. <laughs> yeah, the new one, yes. Yeah. Not, not so much five. Yeah, and, or four. Maybe not four, depending on how you felt about it. I didn't like four, but I know some I did not like four at all. No, I didn't either. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah, well, that's good. Um, this I can continue my yearly tradition of. If you can find a way to to only play the uh, the level the the level where you're in the in the vehicles chasing down, that's the one thing that I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. It's like level eleven or twelve. If you can like find somebody who can like somehow checkpoint share yeah. with you, and you just do that one level, because that's that level is what I want from call of duty right like every level <clears throat> right and modern warfare i felt like the, the 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 i don't know 2019 whatever the fuck year it was that game was so good and it had mm-hmm. so many of those levels and so many of those moments because call, you know call of duty has has the potential to be like this amazing like you know it's like you know 80s cheesy action movie kind of mm-hmm. plot yeah bullshit that's all i want from it yeah and for this movie to have been like so generic so early on and then to have introduced these infuriating mechanics right so late in i just don't understand it yeah and i never want to play another one now so right 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 <laughs> unless there's like a direct sequel to ghosts i i don't know if i'm going to play another call of duty to be honest right well that sucks yeah i mean i played a bunch of them and then i you know, for me it peaked with the one in space and and then when they're like we're not going yeah. to space anymore, I was like, well then I don't need to play this because yeah. that was the best one. Yeah, <laughs> like you, I, you're I, in fucking spaceships, you're you're jumping around in zero gravity, shooting dudes. Like, why would you not right. want that all the time? I you know I I still think even despite the fact that I was I'm so angry at this one right now, I still think Black Ops Three is my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, that, that that's the brain one, right? Yeah, yeah, that one was terrible. Terrible. I, 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 yeah, cautiously would say this one's better than that, but like not much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, well, I've, I've just been continuing to play Final Fantasy, which I'm enjoying quite a bit. I know you, you just started it. Oh, I did. Um, I did. I so will tell you this. It's funny. I was looking at, uh, I was comparing, cause you popped on this morning while I was playing it. Yeah. And, uh, I was looking at like the, compare trophies thing or compare mm-hmm. games whatever yeah and it was like you had like I, I don't know how many hours and it said i only had one hour and i was like well that's not right because i've been playing it this morning for an hour and yeah. i played so when i installed it after i finished modern warfare saturday morning uh i finished modern warfare at like four in the morning because like again my insomnia bullshit uh-huh. and uh i immediately started installing final fantasy and i was like well i'm just gonna install it mm-hmm. and then i was like well, I'll just play for a little bit, just yeah. see what it's like, something like it. And like, then three hours happened. Yeah, like I played it literally for three hours, the first time I played it. And so yeah. then I played it again this morning for like two hours, and it says I still, I, it says I have one hour, and I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know when it updates. I mean, some of that stuff I know for like some of the trophies and stuff, it seemed like it, it kind of like does it at night because I mean, I have. Um, mm. Oh, I don't remember. I checked. Just like it was funny. <clears throat> I, I didn't know that you could actually go into your profile and check, um, like, how many hours you have in a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't know you could do that. Um, yeah. So I have, like, I don't know, 50 hours or something. Uh, so, like, I was going through all my games, and it was like, you know, Jedi Survivor, you know, 40 hours. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and it was like Ragnarok, you know, like 60 hours. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And then I got to um, uh, <clears throat> um, 
Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's 222 hours. hours. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) And then I was like, Destiny, 500. Yes, sir. But the fact that I haven't (laughs) played Destiny on the PS4 for like two years, I had forgot. Just like Ghost of Tsushima was like over 100 hours. And I was like, yeah, I played that twice. Yeah. Um, You know, so. um, But there were then there were some other things I was kind of surprised. It was like, you know, the first um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Jedi Mm -hmm. or Fallen Order or whatever. It was like 14 hours. It was like, there is no, even on my bet, I mean, you can't, I mean, maybe if you're speed running that game, you'd play 14 hours, but. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm still loving it. I'm still enjoying it. Oh, I it's mean, it's so good. Yeah. I'm, I'm super into it. Uh, like I said, this is, this is the first one I'm going to be playing since nine, I think. And I don't mm-hmm. think I finished nine. I know I finished eight. Um, I don't think I've played a Final Fantasy. I, I played maybe two hours of the seven remake. Okay, yeah, it's the same. I played more than that, but yeah, you yeah. I I was I was looking at your hours on that. I was surprised you played as much as you did and you didn't uh, finish it. Yeah, I just I don't know why I didn't. I just got to a point where I was like, yeah, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I get. It. I remember watching you stream it. And you were just like, <laughs> you were just like not into it, which yeah. I get. Um, 15 man, i loved i played the shit yeah, out i didn't of play 15. that one i own it but i didn't play it i yeah. honestly like i'm i'm having such a good time with this one so far i may end up going back to 15 to be honest i i think 15 was great i mean it's it's a totally different vibe and well i and, love that about this series though yeah and i and i played it before they patched out the whole thing in the maze and the dungeon where the fuck it was where that was a nightmare yeah. uh and i i finished that before they patched it to actually make it easier um gotcha but um yeah i loved 15 i mean it was it was it was bonkers um, yeah but well, that's what i love about this series it's like everybody knows the name right but yeah but but every game there are similarities there there are it's like chocobo like there's things yeah. you're gonna recognize the moogles there are yeah. even there are even characters you're gonna recognize like yeah. sid sid yeah. yeah even the names of the spells and yeah yeah, but but they have no they you don't have to have played any other one to enjoy whatever the new one is. Uh, right. Yep. And yeah, man, like I I played I I'm actually to the point in this one where you, you meet Sid. Like Yeah. Uh, That's he Sid's voice actor. He was the father in in The Witch. Um, oh, okay. The and, and Oh, he, well. Yeah. He's so nice. good. His his the voice acting in this game is incredible. But Sid, in particular, is—I mean, the, the, I forget the actor's name. Uh, yeah. He does a fantastic job, and it's such a fun character. Um, and um, yeah, no, Sid, Sid's a badass for sure. But man, that this game does not fuck around. No, right? it doesn't. It goes so, pretty hard. So I was going to ask you, like, so so, where did the demo end? The demo ends with, um, so the demo ends with um, you realizing that the fight between the Phoenix and Ifrit that you mm-hmm. see at the beginning, you then kind of participate at the end. So the demo, oh, okay. the demo, the demo basically ends with Clive seeing, you know, his brother get murdered by Joshua get killed, get killed yeah. by the other icon. Okay. So that's where the, yeah. Yeah. So basically like like two hours. The, yeah. So, yeah. So basically like when the, when the title card comes in, yes. that's what I was wondering. Yeah. I was like, it's a great demo. Like, yeah, I can't believe this is like the the intro, right? Because yeah. it took that long for me to get to when, <laughs> the, yeah, the title card comes in. But 
And then, and then there's like, and I, I didn't do it because I didn't, I had already played enough where I was like, nope, I'm sold. Um, they actually then give you the ability. You can load up later in the game when um, you've got more icons to control just to show the variety of, of abilities and stuff mm -hmm. uh, in the demo. So it's not just the, because, you know, at the beginning, you don't really have anything. Um, you know, right, you've right. got shift and, and whatnot, but, um, you know, when they, so they, they kind of give you, they, to show you that, um, you know, all the different, I don't know exactly which ones they are because there's a fuck mm -hmm. ton of them, but, um, yeah, but no, I thought the demo was incredibly useful. Like, that's the thing. It's like, you know, demos have just kind of fallen by the wayside and it's such yeah. an effective tool to get people yeah. excited for a game because, um, I mean, I was like, yeah, I think it's something I want to play, but after I played the demo, I was like, yep, I'm all well, in, like 100%. I also, I love the thing where it's like your progress in the demo carries, carries over. over. Yeah. Yeah. That's yep. great. Yep. Because that's not a thing that used to, used to be a thing, right? Right. That, that's, that's kind of new and that's yeah. great. Yep. Yep. Well, I'm, well, I didn't do it, but I am so glad, like we had the last couple of episodes of the show yeah. and you talk about the game and I ended up buying it. Like we were talking while you were talking last show, I bought <laughs> it. And, uh, man, I am like, I'm so excited to be playing final fantasy again. Yeah. Cause it's been, you know, God, man, 20 years since I played right. a final fantasy game. Yep. And no, this I one mean, so I, far, like it's super badass. Yeah. And I mean, and it's one of those things where like we've talked about before, like, you know, you as you you know it, it really doesn't kind of encourage you to play around with okay let me upgrade this icon ability and play with it oh, i don't like that all right i'm gonna refund my points and put in something else like i mm. kind of been rolling with this stock um set of abilities and then just recently this morning actually um i switched it up and i was like holy shit like i didn't realize some of these other abilities that i've been sleeping on are so good but you know, at the same time, the trade-off is that they take a really long time to recharge. So, mm -hmm. it, you know, you know, there's that flexibility of do you want something you can use all the time, but it's not as effective, or do you want something that, like, you when you when you pull this shit out, something's getting staggered, um, right? But it you better make the most of it because it's going to be a minute until it comes back. Um, yeah. So stuff like that, and I mean, it really is just kind of fun. And there's so I mean, there's more abilities than you can, what you know, kind of once you get. Um, to where you've got the full suite of icon abilities, you've got more abilities than you can actually slot. So it's like you really, you know, it encourages you to just kind of play around with things um, and see what works best for you, which is which is great. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 still really enjoying it. Um, um, but the one thing you know that finally final, it finally released this Thursday, um, and that is. Uh, the uh, Cla Might and Magic Clash of Heroes remake um, for the Switch and the PS4. Um, with, you know, Might and Magic Clash of Heroes was a game that came out on the 3DS, or maybe it was the DS. I don't remember which one. Um, I think it was the 3DS. Uh, Capybara put it out. It was 2009. So, I mean, it's been like 14 years uh, since this game came out. And, um, you know... It, it kind of came out at the same time that that like match threes were like all the rage, right? Oh, yeah. And and it's kind of like a match three, but it's it, it in that you use um you, you you combine units if you combine them 
vertically they make like they'll they'll attack if you combine them horizontally they make like a wall and then there's different units and depending on how you but then they also along with that there's a countdown timer to them so obviously you know something that has a longer timer is going to be more powerful and then and 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 what comes into it is that every round that that unit gets powered up which means its hit points increase so you're almost kind of using them like a wall but at the expense of how much they can attack and so you have this game where it seems you know you only have a certain number of moves you can make every round and so you're deciding between you know am i moving things around am i trying to combine things to make a wall am i trying to combine things to make to attack am i trying to call in new units uh and it seems like a pretty simple and straightforward game but there is a a decent amount of complexity to it especially as you get to where you can swap out different units for so there's like lower level mid level high level it's like okay well do you want to have like two super powerful units that um take a while to charge up uh but then also but but then do a tremendous amount of damage do you want to just you know what but then the the flip side to it is if you haven't for your your mid and your high powered units if you have not combined them to where they're like kind of like in their attack formation one shot they're dead and you have to Mm. buy them you don't just get new ones so you actually have to consider like shit if i don't move this guy he's probably gonna die but if i move him that's uh, another move i that's a move i can't make for some other reason so and then that actually costs me money to lose this unit on the battlefield so um It's just I loved this game to death when I played it, um, and and I I think I can't I, I I met the guys who made the game at E3. They were super nice guys. It's like it was very small. Capybara was a very small studio. I'm not sure if they're even still around. Um, and it was one of my all time favorite games. And and this was a game where I would I I distinctly remember. It would be like, so like Linda and I, we have a pretty, we've had the same routine for the most part for years where it's like, I take the dogs out at night. So I take the dogs out. And then back when I was driving into an office, I would like get together all my stuff. Like I would make the coffee. She didn't, at the time she didn't drink coffee. So I'd like, I'd make coffee in the morning. I'd get my lunch together to bring lunch in, um, to, you know, so the next day. So, I, so, so she'd go up to bed. I'd take the dogs out. Um, then I'd, I'd get all my stuff together the next day and i remember just going well let me just just try one more standing in the kitchen playing this fucking game (laughs) leaning against the counter and then a half an hour is gone and i'm like holy shit and then she's like where were you like i'd come up she'd be reading in bed and she's like where were you and i'm like (laughs) uh yeah i was you know, and then I started taking it to bed with me. That's how much I loved this fucking game. I started taking it to bed with me. Like one more round before I go to sleep and I'd be sitting in bed and it was spoiler alert. It was not one more round. Like, <laughs> like that's how hooked I got on this game where I'm just sitting in bed 
fucking playing this goddamn game instead of sleeping and then i'd be <laughs> just fucking dragging ass the next day but it was worth it like that and i i and i was a little surprised like not surprised i was concerned when it came out that i was going to be like it's it it ends up not being as good as i remember and it's a thousand percent as good as i remember a thousand percent nice. as good as i remember um and it was like 18 bucks you know and then you buy you know the week comes out you get what 15 20 percent off or something and then i had like five dollars worth of nintendo coins so i think i ended up spending 12 bucks 10 bucks something best 12 bucks i've spent i mean i fucking love this game to death like i love this game so much i will get in random battles to level up characters for no reason other than just to do it just to say for this faction because there's multiple factions in the game as you play through this faction every unit's leveled up then i'll do the next one and that's it it doesn't matter whether they need to be or not i just like it so much that that's why i'm gonna do it so um and it's a great remake it's pretty much it's not they didn't really do much they just like made it widescreen and you know where it plays on the switch it's not a you know there's not a huge um upscaling of assets because i mean they weren't really that type of it's not that type of game um and there's nothing new i think there's dlc that might be included don't know don't care like i literally don't care because the the main game was so good and I've told this story a million times and I'll tell it again when I, I met the guys at E3 and I was like, I put like 80 hours into this game because I leveled everything up. And, and the guy was like, nobody plays our game that much. <laughs> and I was like, well, I fucking do. I love it. It is one of my all time favorite games. And I'm so glad to see it. It's also on the PS4. It'd be, uh, you know, to me, it works better as a as a as a portable game because it really is that, oh, you know, I got 10 minutes you know, whatever, just pick up the switch, bang out a, a, a battle and go on your way. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can sit down and play it for hours, but there's something about it being portable where, you know, it's like puzzle quest. Like I loved puzzle. I puzzle yes. quest. I mean, and, and, and even like the, 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 the derivatives of puzzle quests as, as, as kind of time went on. Um, the um but that idea of well i'm just going to pick it up and play around or whatever to me works better as a as a portable game as opposed to i am going to sit down and play video games for an hour mm. you know when i'm doing that that's when i want like a final fantasy that's when i want yes. a destiny that's when i want something more engaging and more involved you know but this is perfect for Oh, you know, we're, what I, I it's just it's so good. It's so good. And I'm so glad. I was so excited when I heard about it and um I'm I'm glad that I I love it as much as I as I remember it because as we all know, you know, your memory can be a bitch. Oh, for sure. <laughs> some some for things sure. you're like uh I mean, I've actually like had things movies and whatnot that i'm like i am not going to rewatch that because i remember liking it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> nostalgia goggles are a thing yeah <laughs> exactly and that's fine there's nothing wrong i mean there's nothing wrong with that at all mm -hmm. i mean it's just you know i mean not not at all there's there's 
sometimes you know things hit at a certain time in our lives where it makes sense for us to like it as much as we do and not everything needs to be appraised with a keen critical eye you can just like something oh for sure you know you enjoyed it however you can also move on to a different place to where if you were to rewatch something you'd be like that's not great (laughs) yeah yeah apparently i was dumb as shit when i was eight years old go figure yeah right exactly (laughs) exactly it doesn't mean i need to like it at 45 right right like like you know do I remember liking Bionic Six a million percent? Do I Absolutely. want to rewatch it? Oh God, fuck no! no. <laughs> I, I still love the intro song. But Bionic, outside of that, Bionic, Bionic Six. But no, I don't want to watch that shit right now. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I also don't want a gritty reboot of Bionic Six where uh, the Please one no. the one kid knocks people's heads off with his baseball bat. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus Christ, or even like a uh, a nostalgia porn like reboot where somebody has those figures. Do you remember those fucking figures? Mm-hmm. Those things were like nine pounds a piece. Like they were actually metal. Yeah, you could you could kill somebody with a Bionic Six toy. Yeah, I do feel though that if 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 what they're looking for is to make movies of toy, like Mask is right fucking there. Like, Please. I mean that one I do want. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I loved Mask. Me too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, let, let's 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 mine other parts of our childhood. I was about to say. <laughs> let's just leave our youth. Uh, just uh, I, I, fucking... I cautiously <laughs> want Mask to come back. <laughs> let's just have our our childhood look like the West Virginia countryside, where it's just. Mm. A wasteland of of overmined, just mm. b- b- fucking toxic waste pits. Yeah. <laughs> Fallout <Let's>... three. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, awesome. 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 Well, I think next show we'll probably have you know a bunch more stuff to talk about in terms of movies and whatnot. Games, I'm not sure. I mean. Uh, I'm sure we'll still be playing the same shit, but I will absolutely still be playing Final Fantasy and probably just Destiny. So yeah, yeah, I am forever fucking done with Call of Duty. So that, <laughs> my, this this episode, my Call of Duty rant, probably my last one. Just spoiler alert. There you go. We'll hold you to it. Unless um, there's a Ghost too. If they actually do a direct sequel to Ghost, then I'll absolutely play that. But outside of that, I think I'm pretty much done with Call of Duty at this point. Well, you just need to make sure it's not the same team, because wouldn't that be? That's like a monkey's paw situation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm so mad. I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm like low key mad at Jace for putting me through this. We had the best of intentions. I mean, that screenshot he sent me looked like the ghosts, and that's <laughs> not what I got. So he could have just told me. <laughs> and saved me for all this crafting horse shit and all this. Well, he does like Last of Us, so maybe it was just more fun for him. I can't decide if he genuinely liked it or if he just wanted to fuck with me. Like, I'm trying, to, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, <laughs> like, if I have somehow wronged him recently and I just didn't know it, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> only time will tell. <laughs> and this is like this 
weird revenge plot was like living out. Like, I don't know. Like, whatever I did, I'm fucking sorry. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, well, we'll have him on the show and you guys can work out your issues. <laughs> uh, all right. Christ. Imagine having issues with Jace. For God's I know, sakes. right? Like one of the <laughs> nicest guys I've the ever met. Like most the of the time, I'm like, God, I'm just not a good enough person. Yeah, to, to, I don't to know talk why he to you I really on a daily don't. basis. <laughs> I'm thankful that he does, but I don't yeah. understand it. I know, me too. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not good enough to be friends with you. No, That's just how I'm it goes. Either. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What did we do to deserve Jace? Hundred percent. Ah, shit. Well, uh, on that note, this has been a episode. 178 uh thanks everybody for hanging out try to try to stay cool you know these next couple weeks assuming this ever ends Uh, and we'll be back at you with some more fun uh in the next two weeks so for myself and mitch thank you again good night and have a good evening (laughs) 